confidence becomes her. A woman that embodies the true essence of her being. On this journey, she discovers who she is and what she carries, her value, her worth, her uniqueness to which no one can strip her of. Confidence becomes her. She's ever evolving, ever growing into her greatness. She is multifaceted. With each new chapter of her life comes the reveal of something spectacular. Another level of her giftings like a present being unwrapped. She's like a treasure box, a never-ending supply of hidden treasures, gems and jewels that surface as she walks through every trial and circumstance life throws her way. She is resilient a world changer. She's a masterpiece, a work of art, one of a kind. Confidence becomes her. Welcome to the Confidence Becomes Her podcast, where our mission is to help you upgrade your confidence, embrace your uniqueness, and step into your greatness. I am Marlene Abal from MarleneAbal.com, your confidence coach and mentor. This is season four episode 29 and we are continuing along with our purpose conversations i'm calling it purpose conversations with my sisters if this is your first time tuning in to the confidence becomes a podcast welcome welcome if you're into self-development and self-improvement you're gonna absolutely love it here be sure to check out seasons one two and three especially if you're looking to upgrade your self-confidence and your self-esteem, which I believe will prepare you for your purpose. Uh, Lastly, be sure to join the Confidence Becomes a Community at MarleneAbar.com, where you will receive a free gift to help you maintain your upgrade. Okay. (laughs) All right. So on to this week's uh, episode, our guest, our special guest this week is the lovely Christy Alexander. She's the founder of Apple Rose Beauty, which is a luxury organic skincare company. It's actually an organic and natural beauty company with a big heart to employ human trafficking survivors and donate to organizations involved in their rescue and rehabilitation. She has such an interesting story about how this all came about. Trust me when I say you're going to have to buckle your seatbelts for this one because Christy is about to take us on her purpose journey, which actually includes places like Central America, Asia, and Africa. This journey is quite unique and it's filled with so many nuggets that I just know will help you put things in perspective in regards to your purpose journey. If uh, you want to listen, really, you want to listen all the way till the end uh, on this one, because she shares some amazing tips, some key things that you will need to do if you're trying to figure out your purpose. Let's jump right in. All right. All right. So, Welcome to the Confidence Becomes Her podcast. I am here with my beautiful sister, Christy, and I am so excited. I can't wait to hear all about 
your uh, purpose journey for this this season. Number four for the Confidence Becomes Her podcast. I am having conversations with my sisters. And um, yeah, because purpose is, is a real hot topic. Everybody really want to know and should want to know why they're here on earth. So I am going to turn it over to you. I want you to tell us what your experience has been like uh, discovering your purpose and then also pursuing it. Welcome again. Yes, Thank you so much for having me, Marlene. I'm excited to be here and to talk about one of my favorite topics. So I am Christy Alexander. I'm the founder and chief big heart of Apple Rose Beauty. Um, Apple Rose Beauty is a luxury organic skincare company, and we also have a big heart mission to end human trafficking. Um, and that at that, I believe, is my purpose, to have this, this company that creates opportunities for women around the world. And my journey to discovering that purpose actually started years ago uh, when I was back in Trinidad and Tobago. I was born and raised in Trinidad and Tobago. And when I was 15 years old in chemistry class, we analyzed face powder. And I said, this is what I want to do. <laughs> I want to start a cosmetics company one day. So I always say chemistry was my first love. Wow. Um, it was also around the time when I used to listen to um, a preacher in the Bahamas, Miles Monroe. So I'm sure you know of him. Yes. Um, yes. And he is um, his platform and he talked a lot about purpose and he talked about writing down your vision and then breaking that down into goals and into plans. And so at 15 years old, that's what I did wow. when I decided that's what I want to do when um, that passion for for cosmetics and for skincare and actually creating it um, kind of got a hold of me. And so I wrote down a life plan then that I was going to work in business for a while and understand how to run a business and then start my company. Of course, life happened as it does when you're a teenager. And um, I ended up going into, um, well, I started off in chemical engineering for my undergraduate degree in Trinidad. Um, but then I got a scholarship to the U.S. study physics. And so I did that for undergrad, went into um, industrial engineering for graduate school, and then I worked in engineering and business and management for about 10 and a half years. Uh, loved what I was doing, um, loved the people I was working with, always kind of had in the back of my mind that I did want to get into entrepreneurship at some point. Um, but it wasn't until I was up for another promotion with the company. I was actually getting promoted every couple of years. I uh, was on the fast track. Um, I was up for another promotion. And this promotion would have taken me um, to the corporate office, to the C-suite route. And I just, it just did not feel like the right move for me. I knew I didn't want to retire there. Um, and so after, you know, some prayer, I decided that, you know what, I would take a year off and I love traveling. I love uh, serving and helping people. So I thought it would be really cool to travel for a year and go to 12 countries in 12 months. And so that's literally what I Googled, <laughs> 12 countries in 12 months. 
And I found this mission trip that uh, would allow me to go to 11 countries in 11 months and actually in each country work alongside um, an organization, local organization that was really serving their community And so I went on this trip and in the fifth month of this journey, I actually uh, was in Thailand and I volunteered with an organization that helped rescue women from human trafficking. And they also housed them and they also employed them. And I also lived with them. I held their babies. I taught them English. They taught me Thai. And so I really connected with these women. And I realized that it could have been me had I faced different circumstances. It even happens here in the U.S. It happens all over the world. Um, It was also around the time with the Bring Back Our Girls movement when the girls from Nigeria had been abducted by the Boko Haram, the terrorist group, and they were threatening to sell the girls into human trafficking. And so my heart really just broke for the cause then. I remember finding a list online of all the girls' names and praying for them one by one and really um, praying for their protection. Um, And I just knew that my heart broke then and I knew it was something where it was more than just being sad for a situation. Um, I'd experienced before where, you know, you would see something on the news or something happened and you would be sad for a minute and you would think, you know, that's unfortunate, but then you move on with your life. This particular situation, it gripped my heart in a way that I knew it was going to be permanent. (laughs) It was going to have a permanent impact on my life. Mm-hmm. And so um, I decided then that um, I needed to do something to create opportunities for these women. Um, and I remembered my dream of starting a cosmetics company throughout the years. I always mixed mixed ingredients, mixed stuff for myself, for my friends, for our hair and skin. And so um, it never wow. really left me. And so I decided to combine both passions and I named my company after two of of the woman I met, two victims of human trafficking I met, their names were Apple and Rose. So I named the company Apple Rose Beauty. So our big heart mission is to employ survivors, like I said, and um, support organizations that are on the front line of rescuing and rehabilitating them. What, what a journey. <laughs> <laughs> what a journey. Well, I, I want to go back to like the the very beginning, because I, I'll i tell you what popped out uh, to me when you started. You said you were 15 years old and you were listening to Miles Monroe talking about purpose and you were writing down a plan. Now, I correct me if I'm wrong. I, I think that that is not what the average 15 year old (laughs) does. Now, were you, were you in a circle? Like were were you, you were with a group of friends and you guys were doing this or was this just you by yourself or like, I, I, Uh, I want to explore that part first. (laughs) 
No, it was just me by myself. Um, I was always one of those kind of planner kids. Um, I still enjoy, enjoy planning. And I I was one of those, I was wired that way. I was always one of those kids that one of my favorite thing to do as a child was to daydream and just kind of think about what my future would be like. And, um, and then I was also really conscious of, um, since I was a child, I was really conscious of being open to wise counsel. So I think my ear was always, you know, my ear was always listening to, um, listening for information that I think I could, that I thought I could apply to my life. Yeah. Yeah. And then one of my favorite verses that I actually, um, that I think popped out to me when I was around, um, 13 was James 1, 5. And it says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men freely without finding fault and will be given him. And the part that really popped out to me as a 13 year old was the part about not finding fault. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it was like, God is going to give wisdom to anybody. I mean, it Mm -hmm. can be the, the, you know, you, you don't even have to be, you know, following him for him to give you wisdom. And so um, God will give wisdom if you ask, if you ask it. And so I started then every day praying for wisdom to the point where I think at one point I said I was going to stop because I started seeing things my friends were doing that to me didn't make much sense. And I thought, you know what, I think I'm getting maybe a little too wise as a teenager. So let me kind of stop for a minute. So let me take just a little step back here. Right. Yeah. So, um, wow. so I really think that God was able to bless me with that at that age. But the funny thing is that um, I love seeing the way, you know, things come full circle and the way he brings things full circle. So on that trip that I went on to 11 countries, the very last country I went mm-hmm. to was Swaziland. Mm-hmm. And I actually, uh, there we volunteered at an orphanage. So we lived there too. And I was asked to teach um, the high school class and to kind of get, uh, develop a final project for them. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of last minute. The The teacher um, left suddenly or she was mm-hmm. leaving suddenly in like two days. Mm-hmm. And she's like, can you come up with something and take over the mm-hmm. class? And I so I was, you know, kind of like, OK, you know, what am I going to teach on? And while I was praying, you know, I felt God remind me of what I did when I was their, their age wow. as a teenager about writing their vision and breaking it down into actionable steps. And so I taught them that I taught them that, and then they had to do a final presentation and some of the other um, teammates I had would come in to help mentor. Um, they partnered with the kids to mentor them. And um, that evening after I taught, taught it to them, I was, um, there talking with one of my other teammates and telling telling him, you know, I kind of learned this process from Miles Monroe. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, this is the second time I've heard this guy's name and I had <laughs> never heard about him before. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, one of the aunties, which we called some of the ladies that worked there, um, said he passed away today in, <gasps> uh, in a crash. And I thought, Wow. That's how you heard about it. Okay. That's how I heard about it. And how funny that the very same day that I'm Mm -hmm. teaching something Mm -hmm. that he taught me 20 Mm -hmm. years earlier Mm -hmm. um, to kids halfway around the world. um, 
That's just that just goes to show, you know, the fact. And, you know, I was reminded that when God says his word will never go forth void. Mm -hmm. Um, And so something he was teaching 20, 20 years ago is still being taught on the day that he passed um, to kids, you know, on the other side of the world. So that just felt like a a full circle moment. Yes, it was. And, And guess what? You you planted like major seeds in their life. I I bet you that was a destiny moment, destiny defining moment for a lot of them. And I believe you gave them quite a head start um, in life. You know, who knows? They might have never been able to experience that man. You know, I like to say that our heavenly father, he is such our master orchestrator. Mm-hmm. And it's so amazing um, what he can do in us and through us once we yield, you know, and once we yeah. say yes and give that committed yes. So another thing that jumped out at me when um, you were telling your story, your journey is... Um, yeah, so you were looking, you, you said you Googled 12 countries in 12 months. So you just decided, you know, you're 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 deep, you're in, you're in the thick of your career, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. Where a lot of people dream to be, they aim to be. You were there, and um, I'm gonna put it in my own words, you were feeling unfulfilled. And so you 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 decided to do something um again that most people won't normally do. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing a trend here. Okay. <laughs> um, so you, I think I, I when I uh, was first introduced to you and you were um, first sharing, when the first time I heard you share this, you mentioned that you, um, you sold your home, right? So yes. th- there was a process leading up to that and I want you to to if you don't mind breaking that part down a little bit because when when purpose comes knocking Mm -hmm. um a lot of times it's not um gonna be like a a comfortable experience you know you you know the saying get get comfortable with being uncomfortable yes absolutely (laughs) (laughs) tell us a little bit about that part like preparing like what was going on in your mind what were you feeling like what was that process like leading up to doing that yeah you know so um so it was definitely a season of um major risk um and and prior to taking that risk, you know, a lot of time was just spent in, you know, prayer and, um, you know, kind of listening to my heart. And mm-hmm. um, and also, I had been blessed throughout my entire career. I knew God had given me a lot of favor um, mm-hmm. throughout, throughout my career. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also knew that he was the source. Amen. And I knew that everything mm-hmm. else was a resource. Mm. Um, and so, so my mindset then was that if I believed that the source was calling me to something else mm. and I chose to hold on to the resource, uh, very likely the favor can leave. Mm. 
because Ooh, I'm not moving <laughs> with the source, mm-hmm. right? And so I knew that um, the favor wasn't because of me and it also wasn't because of my position, but it was because of his presence. And so I wanted to move if he was calling me somewhere else. Mm. Um, and so so even though it was it was scary, there was a lot of unknown. Um, I was also in a, in a pretty serious romantic relationship at the time um, mm-hmm. that I knew was going to, I was going to risk losing um, mm-hmm. with that decision as well, leaving for a year. A year yeah. um, and so, but I knew I had to, I had to follow the source and not, to, not hold on to the resource. Yes. You had to answer the call. Yeah. That is, that, that is answering, like, that is the epitome of obedience obedience right there wow saying saying yes and doing everything that is required to uh move forward with that yes wow so you you sold pretty much everything right yeah so i sold my home i had uh salvation army pretty much come and do a full house <laughs> pickup <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even really like sell my furniture. I just gave everything away. Oh, um, the only thing I really kept was my my car. I had mm-hmm. my brother use my car for a year while I was mm-hmm. gone. And then I I got like a little five by five storage room to put mm-hmm. my, you know, my real personables, but nothing mm-hmm. else. That was pretty much it. I um wow. And then I, yeah, and then I took the leap, you know. I I did, you know, talk to my parents about it and uh-huh. um, a few people I trusted. It took a little while convincing my dad. <laughs> ah, <laughs> um, yeah. But he even he himself agreed. He said, you know, if you really feel that God is calling you to this, then you have to. Um you have to obey and you have to move forward. So yes, because it was um, like Central America, right? Central America, Asia, Africa. Was yes, that yes. Mm-hmm. So we did. Um, I did five countries and four countries in Central America, four in Asia, and then two in Africa. Yes. Wow! Wow! And and for each, there was a month, and so you were you were serving, and serving and serving. When how was? Wow. I was going to ask what, 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 out of all of it, what would be like, what would you say was the most unforgettable experience? But I know definitely at the top of the list was the, like you said, with the, with the human trafficking. Yes. What, what else was really like life changing for you outside of that part? Um, you know, throughout throughout the journey, we worked with, um, you know, different organizations in, um, in Honduras, we actually mm-hmm. worked with an organization that um, they house girls who um, became pregnant as a result of rape or incest. Wow! And um, and so they 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 house the girls and the and their babies. Um, so we worked there. A lot of it was manual labor too, because we were helping to kind of build a fence around their their garden because the. Um, the livestock were coming in and eating their crops and all of that. Oh my so goodness. we were helping to build um build a fence around there. And then we also um did some, you know, like mentoring sessions. Um in in um in Nicaragua, we actually um uh, 
worked with several organizations there. We were looking for what we called unsung hero, heroes. So we were looking mm-hmm. for uh, um, new organizations to partner with. And one of the organizations we worked with, um, she would go and take food to uh, parents. There was this dump where um, parents and kids who were really poor would just go and work all day fishing through trash to see if there was anything that they could use, you know, for food or to take oh, home. I know that um, and some of these kids, oh, absolutely. And some of these kids were taken out of school so they can help their parents or they didn't have enough to go to school. Um, and so she had a feeding program for the kids because her goal was to try to get as many of those kids into school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the way she kind of, you know, um, encouraged some of the parents to send their kids to school is that she she would provide school uniforms and also food for them after school um so they would get a meal um Mm -hmm. and so we actually lived with them as well they lived with her and helped serve them um so there were so many so many um so many experiences where um that just made me so uh so appreciative of the little things in life I remember when I came back thinking uh as long as I have a warm bed yes. and, the, uh, and the option of a warm shower <laughs> because for a year, <laughs> for a year, it was cold showers, bucket showers, very, very rarely was there an actual shower. It was, you know, um, dipping wow. stuff from a bucket to, to, to shower and many times went to bed cold. We were living like the locals. So it was on less than $5 a day as well. Um, and so we really got to experience what they mm. experienced. And so, you know, when I came back, that was kind of my, I was like, anybody who has the option of a warm shower is rich. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Man, yeah. that, that a trip like that would definitely help you to put things in perspective Yes, for and, sure. Um, and and uh, prioritize. But it's so amazing that out of that trip that your your uh your company and I'm gonna say ministry was birthed because what I love mm-hmm. about your company is that um you know the proceeds they, it goes towards um helping to fight the fight, right? The good fight right, against right. human trafficking and it it bought back um alive for you right that that love you had for like you said the 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 the, the skincare the, the things yes. surrounding that and i think i read um somewhere that you were like experimenting with different things while you were there too like yeah yeah uh, throughout the trip I would go to different um because I just had a love for um ingredients and nature mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. my dad had an organic garden growing up as well so and Mm -hmm. my parents were big on natural remedies for everything so Mm -hmm. um so I just kind of had an appreciation for that so yeah and every country we went to I would try to kind of seek out look at the natural oils they were using Mm -hmm. um, look at the different um, beauty regimens they were doing and you know how what they were using for those and all of that because I just really enjoyed it so I definitely um, brought back a lot of that knowledge and tried to incorporate it into my brand as well. Man there there's so many wonderful things that came about as a result of you taking that leap 
11 countries in 11 months. Like, you got to serve, serve, not just serve, (laughs) (laughs) serve, serve. And talk about, you know, that that saying in the trenches, like you were in the trenches for real for real. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, man. And you got to, um, you know, it brought about the um, the culmination of this this beautiful company. I love I love your products, by the way. And, you know, guys, when she describes it as a luxurious <laughs> uh, brand, it is like, oh, you know, everything feels so good on um, on your skin. And um, I love how I think I also read that when you came back. You, you 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 sought out the help of uh, the people that you needed to to bring you know to bring this dream alive to bring your, yes. your, your company alive and what what and I want you to talk about that for a minute but what I love you, you know like I said our, our daddy our daddy God he's a he's a master orchestrator and I believe that he designed life he designed us that we are we're not meant to do anything alone mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we we need people oh, we yeah. need and and even if you want you know to argue that fact and and say well you know resources or well the people are who hold the resources that you need yes <laughs> to carry <laughs> out your mission and your your assignment This week's podcast is sponsored by our Confidence Activation and Strategy Call, a sure prerequisite to your purpose journey designed to activate your confidence on a deeper level, identify and address your primary limiting belief, provide strategy and tools needed to maintain your new level of confidence, and so much more. Be sure to check out the link in the show notes for more details and to schedule your call today. And so I love that when you came back, you realized that, hey, mm, I can't do this on my own. I'm going right. to I'm going to need a, 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 a person, a B person, a C person. And you got you went after what you needed to make it happen. So talk to us a little bit uh, about that. That's a big part of the purpose journey as well. You know, knowing, yeah. you know, that you need and, and, and getting what you need. Yes. And I think, and I think God does put us in situations where we can't do it alone. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point of it, right? If you can do it alone, we won't need him. (laughs) We won't need, um, we won't have to be in faith. We won't need any, anyone else, you know? And so he puts us, um, he gives us big dreams and big visions that in ourselves, we, we don't see how we can accomplish it. Mm. Um, but we take one step at a time and it was just, it, you know, and I was, I, I knew it was something he was calling me to. And I said, you know, okay, God, if you want this to happen, you need to put the people in my path, you know? Mm. So some of them were people I sought out, but some were people that, um, I just learned like one of my friends I was talking to when I came back and she told me, hey, I have a girlfriend who actually is a cosmetic scientist and she works with one of these big companies. (laughs) I can put you in touch with her. And I thought, "Okay, Uh, uh, that that that's a big piece of the puzzle. Yes. Right yes. there. And then wow. even before I left the, the the mission trip, so Thailand was my fifth country. And so um I kind of the, the wheels started turning then even throughout the rest of the trip. And so when we were in South Africa, 
um, I think I was mentioning it to um, our host there, and um, we worked with a church and the assistant pastor um, told me, oh, his brother has a cosmetics company in South Africa. Mm -hmm. He would love to introduce me to him. And so we communicated and he, um, you know, connected me with some resources and stuff, even when I came back to the U.S. So it was, um, you know, it was a constant um, time of God, you know, showing that he's faithful and bringing the right connections, yes, across, connections. across my path and, um, and then just listening for that and, you know, um, and then connecting with those people. But yeah, it's definitely an exciting time. I, all, I was an exciting time. I always say that where he calls us to, he provides. Yes. Um, and so, you know, mm-hmm. even at the times when I wasn't sure how things were going to happen, um, I knew that he would provide. Otherwise, it wasn't going to be done. <laughs> right. So he had to, you know, and um, even then as well, my my brother. So I actually launched a company in Jacksonville, Florida. But the real reason I moved to Jacksonville, Florida was because my brother lived there. Mm-hmm. Um, and since I no longer had a house. <laughs> <laughs> um, I moved into, <laughs> I moved into, you know, uh, one of his rooms and, you know, started from scratch. And he was also, he's a serial entrepreneur. So he was really instrumental in helping me get the foundational stuff, you know, get mm. the, um, the LLC, get the company founded, all of that, you know, um, connecting me with, you know, setting up an email list and all of those things. Cause he was big mm-hmm. into, um, into online mm-hmm. marketing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so God just kind of put, you know, lots of different people across my path and lot, lots of resources. Um, One of the organizations we actually support, um, one of our freedom partners is called Rethreaded. They are in Jacksonville, Florida, and I actually met the founder around that time as well, um, before I even launched uh, the company and was able to meet wow. with her and sit down. And, you know, she kind of gave me a lot of insight too, in, in terms of how to structure uh, the business. So, so yeah, it was, it was definitely, um, it was definitely not just me. <laughs> Daddy made sure he, that, that you had everything you needed to carry out the assignment that he's given you. Is it, he's such a good God. He is. is. It's amazing. Like, he gives us the assignment. He gives us our purpose. But he doesn't just leave us hanging, you know? Yes. And And I truly believe that part of that journey is um, getting to know him better as well. Um, Because it's it's not, yeah, and it's also not just about the the bigger purpose, like God is really interested in, yeah, in the intimacy and having a relationship with us and really showing us his character um, and building, building that character in in us, you know, building those uh, fruits of the spirit and all of that. And so um, I learned a lot of lessons in those early days, you know, to the point where I can now say what he calls us to, he provides. There were so many times when he provided just in the nick of time. Yes. Um, you yes. know, I was literally counting down the the minutes and the <laughs> and the seconds, like, okay, you know. <laughs> and he would come through, you know. I now live in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, um, but before I moved from 
from Florida, you know, I had a team working with me um, and they would do um, events and all of these things. And um, I moved to Atlanta when I actually launched at Macy's in Atlanta. Um, But I actually, I was going back and forth for several months and eventually my body was kind of like, I don't know what you're doing, but this is not, (laughs) this is not it. And so, you know, I, you know, I prayed about it and I felt like God was calling me to move, but I, you know, I was like, you know, the apple rose is birthed in, in Florida, you know, how am I going to um, keep it going yeah. Yeah, and transition? And uh-huh. then I was having um, also issues with my employees at the time. Um, and um, one of them actually quit around that time. And I oh, thought, wow. oh my gosh, it's like everything is falling apart once I made the decision to leave. Uh-huh. And, you know, I prayed again. I was like, should I change course? And, you know, mm-hmm. I felt him say, you know, um, mm-hmm. continue and you will have the help you need before you leave. Oh, wow. And so I was literally packing up my my kitchen. My dad was there helping me move. And um, I was leaving the next day and I still didn't have the help. <laughs> so I was like, OK, Lord, you said I'm going to have the help, you know, it's literally one day left and I'm leaving tomorrow. And, um, one of my customers who became a friend, um, called me out of the blue and I told her, you know, I was packing, getting ready to leave. And she said, Oh, can I come help? I love to pack. I'm OCD that way. And I was like, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to turn down that offer. Right. So She came and she helped me pack and, and I, you know, I was kind of telling her, what was going on just sharing you know not thinking anything and then she said I'll help you and I said you'll help me do what what? I'll work I'll work for you (laughs) and I thought wow in the nick of time the day before I left you know I did get the help that I needed and so again that was you know obedience and trusting that God was gonna yes yes Trust is a big part on this purpose journey. Yes. It's going to take a lot of trust, (laughs) trust, trust in, you know, believing in, in who God says you are Mm -hmm. and believing in what he has, you know, assigned you to do and trusting that he will provide like every single thing. You know, whether whether that's in the natural or in the spirit and mm-hmm. whether that's emotionally. I mean, because, yeah, because that, that's an emotional roller coaster. right? Oh, there. it you is. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I eventually got to the point where it wasn't as much of a roller coaster because I had experience with him, you know, and I think that's what right. God tries to bring us to um and so you know it was still nerve-wracking but you know like why wait till the last minute (laughs) um you know and then you know it's not as last minute anymore but I think I needed to learn that lesson that he was gonna provide yes oh my goodness oh you know um as we as we wrap up here I know um, the company's name came about two ladies that just really pulled on your heartstring. Apple, one name Apple, one name Rose. Do you do you are you still in communication with um, any of them? Do they even know that you named the company after them? No, and you know you're the second person this week to ask me that. Um, so they they don't. But my dream is that one day I will return to Thailand with a whole 
list of women that that they've impacted and inspired, including my customers. Um, oh, yeah. and the Count woman- me in. Count <laughs> yes. me in. I'd like to be there. Count yes. <laughs> and, you know, and the woman that I serve, you know, we can go back and connect with them and they could see the, the power of their story. Yes. Wow. So that wow. is definitely a dream of mine. Yes. And and me being the second person, I would say that's a little nudge there. That's a little. I know. And, yes. and yeah, it's not it's not a question I get often, but it's it's really interesting that just this week I've heard that question twice already. Twice in one week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Some, something's <laughs> cooking. Something's up. <laughs> da- Daddy God has something. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's something going on there. But um, any any last words to our listeners that that are trying to, they're seeking, they're trying to figure out this purpose thing. Any, mm-hmm. any last words, any encouraging words um, for them? Yeah, I would definitely. Um, so whenever I get this question, I always um, say three things in terms of, in terms of finding your purpose. The first one is to observe or listen to yourself. Um, Cause I, I, God is always speaking to us and he's always calling us towards that purpose. Um, He's also gifted us um, in different Mm. areas. And so just kind of listen to yourself, observe yourself. I also tell people to listen to those things that anger you or sadden you or frustrate you mm-hmm. or that energize you because they're they're That's they're good. tapping into something in you that you're possibly supposed to do something about mm-hmm. um and what can you that. ask yourself what can you do to move from that emotion to one where you feel empowered or you feel like you're empowering um whatever audience that you're you're observing um that that activity and that saddens you or frustrates you um and then I always say be patient you know timing is everything I think for a long time because I was so purpose focused um for a long time I was kind of like frustrated because I didn't feel like I found my purpose (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and God had not knowing that God had already birthed my purpose when I was 15 it just had to connect with something else and I couldn't have launched into it before I met Apple and Rose you know Mm -hmm. that was an integral Mm -hmm. part of it and so it was all about being patient during that time and um, knowing that timing is everything and also understanding that if you're if you're really um, sincerely and honestly seeking your purpose knowing that it's also looking for you Um, oh say that again no no say oh yes yes Mm. you know if you are sincerely and honestly and truly seeking your purpose um knowing that it's also looking for you um because by definition that's what it is right it's your it's your purpose and so it's finding its way to you um and resting in that you know resting in that um, also realizing that God doesn't waste anything. Mm. So you might think you're doing something that's not tied to your purpose, um, but you only realize years later that it was was an integral part of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, that's full so circle you, thing. Full mm-hmm. circle, yeah. Sometimes you don't <laughs> see because it seems all disconnected. You're building this part of the puzzle up here, this part down here, and you're like, how does this even connect? Connect. Um, you know, and then also um, take the leap when you do when you do feel that nudge. You know, um, don't be afraid to take calculated risk. I always say I'm a big proponent of calculated 
calculated risk. Um, <laughs> and calculated risk means um, risk infused with wisdom and also um, planning um, as well. You know, I um, before I actually launched and started my business, I always read that, you know, it takes, you know, three to five years for a business to become profitable. And so I, you know, made sure that I saved <laughs> to be able to support myself and not have to make um, decisions based on lack, you know. And so mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. think knowing that, you know, a purpose, knowing that you're seeking your pur purpose, purpose during that time of preparation is also time for um, preparing for that leap. Um, wow. And whether that's financially or physically, whatever that looks like. Um, and I truly believe that success happens when that opportunity meets preparation. So, um, you know, definitely take that all into consideration. Opportunity meets preparation. Love it. Wow. Some awesome um, tips and tools and, and food for thought. This is um, this has been um, a really awesome purpose journey conversation. Um, tell our listeners how um, they can um, get in touch with you or social media, follow you. Where can they find you? Yes, yeah, so they can definitely find us on our website. It's applerosebeauty.com. So that's A-P-P-L-E-R-O-S-E-Beauty.com. And then on all social media platforms, we're at Apple Rose Beauty. And I also have a 25% um, coupon code for your listeners as well. They can use the code, the code PURPOSE to get 25% um, off um, our, our full-size products. So definitely nice. check it out. Thank you. That is awesome. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Confidence Becomes Her podcast. We uh, we wish you much success uh, for Apple Rose Beauty. Uh, guys, go out and try her products. They are simply uh, amazing. And again, the uh, proceeds go towards helping to end uh, human trafficking. So Christy, thank you so much again for joining Thank you us. so much, Marlene. Thank you for having me. This was fun.